Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee. Have you ever had the thought cross your mind of, I would really like to write a book one day. And then that thought immediately be followed by, but I have no idea how to begin or where to start. Well, on today's episode, I'm going to take you truly behind the scenes to my very journey, to that very journey that I have begun of writing my solo book. As many of you all know, if you've been a regular listener here to the Inside Story podcast, You know that I've already written a couple of books, but I've done that in collaboration with many other women. Actually, we've published three books here at Light Beamers, our collaborative book series that was Elevate Your Voice, Step Into Your Brave, and most recently, Shine Your Light, in which I have written and published my story inside each of those books, and I've been through the entire process three times now of putting a book together and writing the book and getting it published and working with editors and all the fun things. But now in the beginning of this new year, I have embarked on the beginning process of sitting down to write a solo book that I do plan to write and publish. I plan to write it this year and my goal and hope is that it will be published by early of uh, 2025. So Uh, I'm going to just kind of walk you through uh, what did I do to get started? Uh, What do I think are some critical pieces of sitting down to begin to formalize your ideas uh, that you might have rolling around all in your head about what you might write about one day and how to get those thoughts organized, how to get them out on paper or digital paper, if you will, and then begin the process of really building an outline for a book. So um, just a quick little backstory. A few about a month ago, um, a really good friend of mine, uh, she's been on this show before, Alexandra Takeda. She flew in from California, and we met up at an Airbnb for the weekend. And we, with the intention that both of us are going to write our books this year, we're going to be writing accountability partners. But we wanted to spend the weekend together, really hashing it out, talking about our ideas, and sharing it with one another so that we could sort of bounce off um, the idea to someone else, as well as allow that person to, to sort of probe and ask each other some really great questions to help 
some of the stories that need to be in those books start to bubble over. And so I'm going to just kind of walk you through the process that I first walked Alexandra through because this is a process that I often will walk my clients through, the clients that come to me who say they want to write a book. And oftentimes what I do is I, I'll book some time with them and we will usually sit down over the course of one or two days together, just like I do with Alexandra, and really work on this process that I'm gonna that I'm gonna walk you through. So that's what Alexandra and I did for each other. And now as I record this episode, I'm literally looking at a um a Trello board. I'm I love to do everything on Trello. If you don't know what Trello is, it's kind of an organization tool that you can use. It's an online um, it's an online software that you can use to organize your, any kind of project. So it's kind of like a project management tool and it's very visual, which I love. And it's very malleable, meaning you can really, you know, it's a work in progress. Things can move around. Um, and so I have a, a Trello board that I have begun that has the, the fruits of the labor that we, we, we produced from that weekend. So when you are sitting down to think about your book, and this can be done with another person, it certainly could be done with a book coach or a writing coach or a story coach like me, but it could also be done with a friend who, a friend or a colleague that maybe knows you really, really well. Alexandra and I know each other really well. We've been inside each other's businesses for a really long time. Um, She knows my content inside and out. I know her content inside and out. So that was why it was such a great match. Um, but the idea is if you do sit down with somebody, have, have them be, uh, a third party, have them have third party observation, right? Meaning they don't have any skin in your game. They don't have any special interest in the fact of you writing this book or not, right? They can see a little bit clearly. They're not so tied to the story as you. So that is always really helpful. That's a good place to start. So when you sit down, um, I'm going to go over just some book overviews that I think you will want to sit down and ask yourself. And one of the things that I always start my clients with is, why does this book matter to your reader? You're going to sit down and write this book. And what are the things that you feel like you can impart to the reader that will actually make a difference in their lives, right? Why does it matter? And I'll give you an idea of some of the things that I wrote when I asked myself this question. Um, The book that I'm writing will be anchored around storytelling. And uh, that's about as far as I'm going to reveal at this point, because we're still very early stages of this book writing process. Um, I do intend to keep you uh, updated as I go, but for what, for right now, what I have is um, this idea around being an empowered storyteller. What does that mean and why does it matter, right? And one of the first things that I wrote about why this matters is that what I see happening with so many women is that we are all walking around in a disempowered state around our story. And a lot of times we don't even know it. Right. I see so many women that are just unconscious to the fact that they are walking around in a disempowered state 
in that disempowered state is being driven by their story. So this is keeping people from really showing up fully and sharing the journey that they are on. They are hiding. They are staying quiet. um, They are playing small. You know, you literally will have examples of people in your life that once the story does come out, because it always comes out, trust me, (laughs) it's coming whether you like it or not. People will say to you, like, I had no idea that piece of your story. I had no idea. I've been friends with you for years and I never knew this. Um, We just had this example come up inside our speakeasy program, the speakeasy program that I lead. I've actually had one of my really, really good friends join that program and I'm helping him obviously build a talk to get out on stages to share his message and we're in that beginning excavation stage similar to the book writing process Um, it's the same for writing a signature talk and we need to excavate that story and I've uh, given him some exercises to do and he has shared with me now pieces of his story that I never knew never never knew and he's now being bold and courageous by sharing those pieces of his story and um that story has been has led him to be very disempowered for a while and now that it's beginning to come out uh, that disempowered state is starting to change right so that's why it matters so much is because it really does keep people small keeps them quiet keeps you hidden in a lot of ways and it keeps you from actually going out and sharing your brilliance with other people so that's an example of of what it sounded like for me to sit down and write why does this matter now why is this important for you to go through this step first well the truth of the matter is writing a book is going to be hard I mean I know a lot of people out there like oh it's so easy you can write your book in 30 days you can write your book in a weekend And all of those things may be true. I think the actual writing isn't necessarily that hard once you kind of do the process that I'm walking you through now. But the truth of the matter is there's going to be days where the writing is hard. Like the ideas are not coming to you. The words are not flowing. And doubt is going to creep into your head. You know, why am I writing this book? It's not really, it doesn't really matter. And that question right there, does it even really matter? You will already have done this work and you can pull up your answers and be reminded. I always tell my authors or my writers and my storytellers, keep this in front of you because you need to be reminded that it does matter. So why does writing this book matter to your reader is the first question you want to ask. The next question you want to ask is kind of on the flip side. Why does this matter? Why does writing this book matter to you? Right. Once again, for the very same reasons, you're going to get distracted. You're going to find excuses. You're going to find a lot of reasons not to write this book because it's not exactly the easiest thing to do. Right. To sit down and be disciplined about writing. And sometimes if you're writing, hopefully you're going to be sharing pieces of your story in the book. And in doing so, you know, telling your story is also not always the easiest thing to do. So, again, you need to have some sort of anchor in front of you about why this matters to you. Why, why are you doing it? What do you hope to get out of it? And you can be selfish here. This can be really, really, really selfish, right? So a few things that I wrote for mine when I did this process was, um, well, number one, I, I've always known that 
the work that I do here at Light Beamers is, this is kind of a big picture idea, but the work that I've always done has always been missional, right? I really do want to make people feel more at ease um, in their story. I want them to know that they are not alone. And that's kind of central to all the work that I do around storytelling, around visibility, right? Um, is, is really understanding that this is missional about helping other people. So that actually does really matter to me. But if I'm going to get a little bit more selfish, right, I need to also think about what's it going to do for me? And one of the biggest things that I know writing this book will do is it's going to be uh, just a whole nother level of visibility that I can have uh, by putting my solo book out there. You know, that will mean additional podcast interviews, extra attention in the media. I mean, I'm going to go after some big things as a result of putting uh, and releasing this book, writing this book and putting this book out there. And I just feel like it is the not next right step for where I'm at right now in my career. And the other thing, the reason this matters to me is that I want to put my stamp on storytelling. I want my particular thought leadership on this topic to be memorialized. You know, I've, I've read plenty of other books about storytelling. I've read plenty of other books about many topics, right? And there are people that have done the work of putting their stamp on that topic. They have memorialized their particular, their, their thought leadership on uh, their area of expertise. And I am a storytelling expert, right? I have interviewed over 10,000 people in my career. I have been at this for over 30 years of my career. I have always worked in the world of storytelling in some capacity or another, and I do not have a book that puts my ideas on paper, my process on paper, my thought leadership around storytelling on paper. And so that is really one of the big reasons why I want to do this. I feel like it is the very next best step for me in my in the work that I'm doing in the world. And it's going to increase my credibility as an expert in the field, right? I already know that I'm an expert, but now other people will know of me as a result of putting my book out there. And it's obviously going to build my business. It's a marketing tool. There's uh, so many, you know, side benefits that come from writing your book. Um, and I, as a speaker, because I do a lot of speaking, I know that writing a solo book is just going to open up bigger doors for me as a speaker. It's going to allow me to get into rooms that I don't currently have invitations to. It's going to expose me to so many more audiences, newer audiences, different audiences, all of those things. And, and I think I'll just have a lot of satisfaction around doing that. So those are, that's an example, right, of just some of the things that you can talk about, that you might think about. And in, in why would this matter to you? Why would writing this book matter to you? And then the next thing is to, and this is really going to be helpful for you if you aren't really clear yet on exactly what you want your book to be about. Like what would you write about? Topics, right? So you might just sit down and brainstorm all the different topics or possibilities that you have around writing a book. Like what would you your book be about? I knew going into this process what my book was going to be about. I already had an idea. So I didn't really have an exercise for me that I will share with you on this. I didn't uh, brainstorm a bunch of ideas. Going into this process, I already had this idea of this empowered storyteller. What does this look like? Um, 
you know, what are the things that I want to talk about? So in my case, what I ended up doing was coming up with the overall message that I wanted that book to have, that I want this book to have. So step one for you might be like, let's just brainstorm the different ideas that you have. And then step two is what would be a message that you want your reader to get from you, right? What are the takeaways that you want them to have as a result of reading your book and reading your story? And for me, there were several that I came up with. I'm going to share just a couple with you. But, um, you know, one thing, one thing that I really want my reader to get from the book that I'll be writing is to really understand that she has a story also, right? That she's not walking around diminishing her story, devaluing her story, brushing her story off to the side and being one of the people, one of the one of the big groups of people that are out in the world that thinks they actually don't have a story. And the other piece is that I want my reader to walk away understanding the pieces of their story. Like what are the key pieces of their story that actually are relevant to share with other people? And I kind of goes back to the whole theme of the book is I, again, I want them to come move from being disempowered from their story to feeling the empowerment of their story. As you all know, I say this all the time, when you share your story, you shine a light, right? When you share your story, you shine a light. That has to be central to the message that I want my reader to feel because I truly believe that our stories are medicine. We can heal ourselves, we can heal others, we can share our experiences and enlighten others, enlighten their load in a lot of ways, as well as enlighten us um, in the process. So when you share your story, you shine a light, definitely a central theme and figure to the message I want my reader to get. So those are a few. I had a whole bunch more that I won't go into because I just want to give you a taste of what this sounds like and um, to give you permission to to do some of this work. Um, Even if you're not ready to sit down and write yet, I mean, this is a really great kind of starter piece to do. And then Uh, the uh, final piece to kind of the overview that you're going to want to think about, we started with why does this book matter to your reader? Why does this book matter to you personally and be really selfish there? And then, you know, maybe brainstorming the topics and then getting really clear about the message you would want your reader to get from you and from reading and hearing about your story. And then the final thing is who exactly is your reader? You know, who is your audience? How many times have you heard me say on this show, the number one rule of storytelling is to know who your audience is. You cannot sit down and write a book until you've identified who are you writing to, who are you writing this for. And you have to get really clear about who this book is going to be for. Who are you speaking to? Who are you writing to? For me, I'm really clear, pretty clear that it's obviously women. Um, they are women leaders, business owners, executives, change makers, doers, mission driven in their heart, who have achieved a certain level of success both inside and outside their business or their career, their expertise, right? Um, and they're actively, actively engaged in their in that success, or actively engaged in and helping people in some way, 
but they also know that there is a next level to their visibility. They know there's a next level to their success. They know there's a next level to reaching and impacting more people. And what might be holding them back from achieving that next level or going after that next level is probably found in their disempowered state around their story, right? So I am really clear about where they are on their journey, who I'm talking to, kind of what category of people we're talking about. So that's a really important piece for you is to really know who your audience is and to get really, really clear on that as you embark on this journey. Now, that's kind of the overview of, you know, planning out uh, what writing a book would look like for you. The next piece is going to be uh, a really deep dive that needs to happen when, before you write. This is probably where most people need help. This is, you know, one of the things that I help clients with specifically. Um, and that is really excavating all the stories that you have that are relatable to all the work that you just did, right? The, the topic of your book the message of your book, reaching a particular audience, and understanding why it matters. When you have those things in place, then you can start to go back through your own life and look through your, story your storytelling bank, if you will, um, and start to excavate some stories that you can tell in your book that are going to help you teach a certain message, help you teach certain lessons that you have gained um, that are connected to that overall message of your book. They have to be connected. These can't be, these stories have to have purpose, right? And so uh, it's really just like doing a big a puzzle jump, a, a dump, I mean. It's just going to open up a puzzle box, you're going to jump it on the table, and you're going to start to sift through the puzzle pieces of your life and your life experiences and those stories, <clears throat> and you're really going to start to look for the puzzles that have the straight edge, the puzzle pieces that have the straight edge and you're going to start to build the perimeter of your book of your puzzle right by finding those stories those are going to be the stories that anchor in your book those are going to be the stories that kind of give you guardrails just like the outside straight edge pieces of a puzzle does and that's going to take some excavation that's going to take you just really exploring and spending time meditating on your on your experience going back and remembering certain timelines of your life uh, being sparked by different story prompts and and memory joggers and maybe having someone interview you and help you go through this process but you really need to do the big story dump here and find the stories that are going to be relevant to the topic the message the point of your book and specifically reaching a particular audience that you are trying to reach. And that's a deep dive. That's going to take some time. That's not even anything that I can recap for you here. It's just going to be a process, right? And, um, and give yourself permission to go through that process. And then once you have that in place, um, the next step would be to start to think through and outline, you know, what needs to come first, what needs to come next, what needs to come third. And this is going to be loose and it's definitely something that may change as you get into the writing, but having a roadmap in place is going to greatly help you sit down and actually 
start writing. So once you have your stories intact, then you can identify the journey you want to take your reader on, essentially. And if you follow my story framework, the before, the transformation, the other side, that can help you build your roadmap and your outline for your book. So when I sat down and built my outline, I really did think through that, the, the before, the transformation, and then the other side of my own stories. And then um, that helped me build the framework for my outline. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you've never heard that phrase before, I have a lot of training around the story formula, the story arc. Um, there are some episodes in this uh, podcast alone. Trying, I'll have to think back to some specific episodes. We'll link those up in the show notes. If you're looking for additional resources on the story arc or my story formula, um, I will link those up in the show notes. And that will include both some podcast episodes as well as some free resources on my website that you could go check out if you've never heard me talk about that before. Because that's definitely very helpful when sitting down and writing a book. Um, okay, and then the last piece that I'm going to go over is um, developing a writing plan. And this is really important. I feel like once you have your outline and you have your stories and you got to have a plan of what you're going to do, what you're going to talk about in the book, now you need to have a, a plan for sitting down and actually writing it. So I'm going to give you a very high level view. I mean, super high level view of just writing a 250 page book. Now, can you write a bigger book? Can you write a smaller book? The answer is yes. But we're just going to take the example of you're going to write a roughly a 250 page book. What you need to do is to understand ideally how many words that is, right? The next step is once you have your, your outline in place, once you have your, your kind of your story plan in place, now you need to have a writing plan in place. And I'm just going to take this super high level. We're going to aim for writing somewhere between 60 and 75,000 words. Now, I didn't make that number up hypothetically. There's some real reasons why um, I'm giving those numbers. You can write a book that has less than 60,000 words. You can write a book that has more than 75,000 words. But, you know, generally speaking, we're going to kind of go with this mid-range word count of around 60 to 75,000 words. And the next thing you want to know is, well, how many words can you typically write in a minute? So you need to, you need to test yourself, right? You need to sit down and do some writing and set a time clock and then average out how many words are you writing in an hour? Once you know how many words you can typically hammer out in an hour, now you have real understanding of how many hours of writing is it going to take for you to get to, let's just say, 60,000 words, right? When I did this math for me, I determined that um, I could probably hammer out about 2,500 words in a two to three hour session of writing. And if I did two 
sessions of writing each week, meaning I would have one day of writing that I would block off time and I could probably get two to three hours of writing in on one day. And then I had another day that week where I could get another chunk of writing done over the course of two to three hours. More than likely, I could get to 5,000 words a week. Now that might be aggressive. You might need to back that down to one hour session. I actually think you need more than an hour because when you sit down to write, it's going to take you, you know, 20, 30 minutes sometimes to get into flow. So you just need to understand what is your average writing uh, word count, right? How many words can you typically hammer out in an hour? And then from there, you're just going to do math. So for me, I decided um, around 5,000 words a week was my goal. That means two serious writing sessions per week where I'm dedicating two to three hours of time to do that writing, which meant that I could get to 60,000 words in 12 weeks. All right. Now that's just to first draft, right? That's just your shitty first draft, which everyone has to give themselves permission to write. The next thing is you have to do some edits. You've got a, a, someone else to read your words to give you feedback, right? Eventually, then you're going to get that book to a manuscript level where you're ready for an, ad, an editor to look at it and to get their um, edits to you. All of those things start to take a little bit more time, so you've got to plan those out. But I won't go into the granular details of all of that because then you've got to work on your cover design, your formatting. You've got to think about publishing and all those things. And that's just a deeper dive than what I'm going to take on this particular podcast episode. But my point is, you got to have a writing plan. you got to understand how long is it really going to take you to write this book based on how many words per minute or words per hour you can actually hammer out. And how much time are you willing to dedicate to this, right? And I think you start to see when you build a writing plan, oh my gosh, even as aggressive as my writing plan is, which is to have basically, you know, six hours of writing minimum each week, it's going to take me 12 weeks to get to my 60 word count. And what if I end up writing a little bit more? I might need 13 weeks. I might need 14 weeks. I don't know yet, but I have to understand that I've got to start putting those dates on my calendar. I've got to start blocking out that time or else the writing's never going to get done, right? So having a writing plan is really, really critical. So I think I'm going to end it there because I think that's a lot of really helpful information for you if you've ever thought about writing a book and you think, I don't know where to start. I have just given you the starting plan. That's exactly how you can start. And of course, if you need help with that, I want you to reach out. Not to me. Yes, you could reach out to me. Open invitation to do that. But reach out to get some help from maybe others that are in your circle Uh, maybe you already uh, have some people that like I have an accountability partner that could be of of service to you Uh, but certainly if you need some write uh, some help writing and making that plan reach out I want to help you get your words and your work and your story out into the world just like I'm doing for me in the year 2024 all right everybody I hope you found this helpful let me know if you did Let me know which piece jumps out at you. And if you found this helpful, share it with your friends. Share this podcast out with other people. And I'll see you back here next week on the Inside Story Podcast. 
And as always, go find ways to share your story today. Because when you share your story, you share life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.